welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SOTOCAST. My name is Dave, and I'll be your drunk detective this evening. This with me, as always, is the companion, Andy. That's right, and of course, Timbot is dead. So, we have a lot to talk about this episode, uh, but we'll start off with some announcements, which you can find on our website as well. Uh, the first one is probably the most important, and that is the fact that we have low bandwidth for our podcast hosting site, which is Podomatic. Yeah, Davis, so stop downloading your own podcast over and over and over I'm, again. I'm not <laughs> downloading my own podcast over and over. I listen to it live on the host first to make sure it's all there and to... Uh, figure out the times of every single thing that happens in you the episode. You should listen to it on computer for that. Just to but say, I only listen to a, a, I only listen to uh, the one online once. Still, it saves bandwidth if you don't use it. But anyways, we've been having an explosion of listeners recently, which is cool in theory, but bad in, uh, in the fact that we can't support all the bandwidth that you're all taking up. Basically, they gave us 15 gigs of bandwidth a month, and in the last 10 days, we've taken up just about 9 gig in the last 10 days alone. And that's only a third of how long they give us. We have 20 more days with 30% of bandwidth left. Yeah. <laughs> and going the rate we're getting, that means, I don't know, 5 more days before we run out of bandwidth? It depends. It, d it does depend, but that could happen. And if it does, then we can't even get you the finale of the second season of Smaller on the Outside. Well, no, you will be able to get it, but we'll, we might have it to... It might be later. Well, it might be later on on uh, Podomatic, but if you want it now, we might be able to upload it to uh, another, another right. ser uh, server. For, for, for the meantime, which means you'd have to definitely keep a track of our WordPress site, yeah. which I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later, but for now... On Podomatic and our blog, we have a Donate with PayPal button, uh, which is completely up to you if you want to help us out. If you do, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, your donations make this podcast happen. Uh, the second announcement is about the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Uh, I already made a forum post there today, but I, I wanted to make this known. Uh, is that when we started uh, Smaller on the Outside, it was definitely a Doctor Who podcast. And that's what the whole plan was. Is that's why it's called Smaller on the Outside. But when Doctor Who is on hiatus, we don't just sit here and talk randomly about Doctor Who. We decide to talk about other shows in the meantime. And we'll come back to Doctor Who once Doctor Who comes back, season 8. And that's much later on in the year. We'll still sometimes interject some Doctor Who news here or there. Because we're Whovians, so we're just going to have, like, Doctor Who or, just whatever. You know, or just Doctor Who will just come up as relevant to whatever we're watching sometimes. Just because there's so much variety in Doctor Who that it's relevant to almost everything. Right, but we're just... Uh, well, while it's on a hiatus, I don't think we're going to actually have a, uh, an episode completely devoted to right. only Doctor Who. That's for the episodes. We talk about episodes um, on our podcast. So, if it's an inconvenience to anybody who's listening from Doctor Who Podcast Alliance, sorry about that. I don't know how to fix that uh, because it's already set up as an RSS on their end. If they don't like us, 
I could do something about it. Talk to us. I don't. I don't care. Let's do something. There, about there it. might be a way to tag our posts so that they only see. The, the Doctor Who episodes, maybe? Yeah, but I'm also uh, categorizing these posts in just the word podcast. Now, if I say podcast, you know, Sherlock, it might be something different. But then there's uh, Doctor Who is still categorized under podcast mm-hmm. alone. So if you're going through our site and you're like, oh, I want to hear some podcasts, and these podcasts are categorized under Sherlock Can podcast. Can you change that? Can you change old episodes? I could change old episodes, but then it won't even show up on Doctor Who Podcast Alliance at all. Oh, I any see. of them. I see. Yeah. So there's some uh, bugs to iron out on that end. So if it's an inconvenience, my bad. Okay. So the smaller on the outside website itself, which can be found at sotopodcast.wordpress.com, has recently been completely revamped. Uh, at the top of our new website is three sticky posts which have our latest available podcast, our latest available season, and this week's announcements. Of course, these posts are subject to change, but the idea is to have the top posts that matter the most to our listeners. Also available on the site are subscribe with iTunes and donate with PayPal buttons for your convenience. It has a sleek interface with easy-to-navigate buttons including a 2014 podcast schedule that you can keep up to date with. If you haven't yet, check out the website and subscribe to our posts. <laughs> I feel like a commercial. By the way, uh, our our weekly elementary hate. I was looking up, uh, you know, CBS's elementary because you know people here in the in the states, a lot of them don't even know Sherlock even exists, and they are kind of forced to enjoy their modernized version, which is elementary. Which is stupid for a, a bunch of reasons. I mean, other than John Watson being played by a girl. I just learned that apparently Moriarty is also played by a girl and that the character is also one in the same with Irene Adler. Uh, that's when I wanted to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Other than that, those are the updates. Uh, and today is a very cold day. Speaking of Irene Adler. Yes. She showed up. Ah, she did show up now, in this Now, do you think that was, like, new footage, or do you think they just, like, pasted old archive footage into the new set or they something? They could have just pasted old archive and then some kind of special effect mayhem thing. I don't know. But, it's cool. She kind of showed up anyways. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a cold day out today. Uh, be careful driving out there. For those of you in California, it's for you. For those of you out in California, Florida, you can shut up. <laughs> but we we have advisories going on right now. You're not even allowed to drive outside because it's so dangerous. Yeah. But that's all right because we wanted to stay inside and watch Sherlock. That's right. At least we had Sherlock to uh, keep us warm. Um, <laughs> the episode today was called "The Sign of Three. <laughs> It's the big day, then. What big day? The wedding. What if John asks Sherlock to be his best man? What's the worst that could happen? Don't lose it. Sorry. Off-piste a bit. Back now. Let's play a game. Something's going to happen right here. Let's play murder. There is a man in there about to die. The game is on. Solve it! Sherlock continues on BBC One and catch up on BBC iPlayer. Which I didn't understand the title until the, like 
pretty much the last minute of the episode. I don't think you were supposed to understand the title until the last minute. Right. I guess I was just waiting for the power of three, right? The, uh, the Doctor <laughs> Who reference. It was similar. Because you thought Matt Smith was right in this episode. Yes. This episode's a strange one, generally speaking, the way it was constructed. But I liked the way it was constructed. I thought it was really smart by the end, but I didn't know where it was going when yeah. it first started. I was like... Halfway through, I'm like, is this leading anywhere? Is it, it just gonna... seems like random rambling. Is it just random? Is it just being the one episode out of the entire series that's just made for laughs? Is that all that's here for? I just... Yeah. I mean, all it shows it it's uh, Sherlock doing a best man speech for Watson, and he's just going through um, case by case of things that we've never seen before. Just these, I don't know. They're just they're just funny cases that don't really they're not really important. What they uh, I mean they are later, but when that first starts off, they're like, what is he talking about? What they reminded me of is Arthur Conan Doyle, the writer of Sherlock. Uh, he he wrote novels of Sherlock, and he also wrote these really s short stories. Yeah. So I kind of thought of this as like com like a collection of those, like it, as if they wanted to kind of include those in the series. Like I thought some of these cases were probably in some form or an, or another real in the Sherlock universe. They could be, but I wouldn't say all of them. I don't know about real, real, but maybe it like might be a, one or two at least, at least hinting at real cases that they yeah. went through because there was a lot that that actually went went down i have a question i just thought about this again okay. i thought about this halfway through the episode but i thought about this now in the very beginning we see the string of bank robberies with these guys wearing masks yep and um the chief guy he's he's like we gotta catch these guys and he keeps getting frustrated that they that they elude the police and then he gets called away to Sherlock's house because Sherlock's having a hard time writing the best man speech, and we completely lose track of what happened. What happened with that case? <laughs> we don't know, do we? I don't think we do. Waters Gang. Waters Gang. So they talk about all these tiny little cases in the episode until they finally get to the first of the two important cases the, that led up to the marriage. The marriage. The first one had to do with what is the, the Imperial Guards, the, uh... Isn't that the Star Wars thing? Well, well, uh, yeah, they're the Star Wars... <laughs> they're the Star Wars Imperial Guards. The guys with the red coats... I don't know what they're and called. ...and big afros. <laughs> Google! <laughs> We're gonna call them London Guardians. Not Guardians. Yeah, one of these guys was killed in by, uh, what appears to be a ghost. That It was in a locked room and there's no murder weapon and this guy was stabbed in the back while he was sh showering or well, that's at least... a good that's a good link to the other case i didn't think of it that way yeah the ghost yeah. um he, he was stabbed in the back or at least it seemed to be he was stabbed in the back while he was showering and sherlock didn't wasn't able to uh figure out how it happened but they were able to save the guy's life in time because of the famous doctor dr watson the second case was about all these girls that claimed that they dated a ghost. And the reason why they thought they dated a ghost was because they all dated this guy who stole pretty much the identity of a recent, recently departed straight out of the uh, obituaries. Their name, their houses, because he, he stole their houses because uh, he didn't think anybody would be living there at the time. 
but obviously they weren't dating ghosts they were just dating some guy that was out for information and Sherlock found this out uh, through their uh, occupations I do believe yeah they were all working for was it the same company or the same guy the same guy and that's what it all leads up to the marriage that guy was um, Watson had an old uh, army recruit uh, come to his wedding. Not army recruit, army drill sergeant or something. No. It's just an army buddy, I don't know. Yeah, he, he had this guy go to his wedding and Sherlock found out that both of these cases combined pointed to this army guy. I'm not entirely sure why. We completely skipped over their drunk night. Uh, they had a case about the ghost thing, and um, the girl that gave them the case mentioned Watson's middle name. Yeah, she as did. well as um, good luck at the wedding or whatever. Those are two things that she shouldn't have known, but she knew because she was close to somebody who got a wedding invitation. That means the only person that the person was going to kill had to be somebody they could only kill at a wedding. That would be somebody that would be hard to get to normally. And Watson's buddy, he lived isolation, like out in the middle of nowhere basically. Mm -hmm. Hard to get to. And also the uniform thing. He would, he would only wear the uniform probably at special occasions like a wedding. They found out the crime by figuring out the target. Yeah. Which is smart, they uh, saved the guy's life. Uh, and then Sherlock finally finishes off his best man speech after an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> man, he was telling a long speech. But he says that I will finish this off with my first and my last bow. Yeah. Uh, which was that I will always look after the three of you, or I mean the, the two of you. And then he's, <laughs> he basically shows how he deduced that Mary was in fact pregnant which would be the sign of three. Three signs and then the sign of three, I guess it was. There that. was three clues throughout the episode that she was pregnant. I caught one of them. One of them was that she thought the wine tasted awful or something. I thought, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, she's going to be poisoned or something. <laughs> but no, or she was, was poisoning. <laughs> it was, I guess her taste, her tastes have changed or something. Yeah. Um, but that's the Sherlock thing. He said, I don't know if that whole... Thing that he said about watching over them was both his first and his last vow That's or if it was just his first vow no he said this is my first and last vow he did yeah so i mean that's that's referencing the third and final episode of the season which was his last vow so i guess it would have to do something with him watching the three of them watching over the three of them i think that line that he says after this is my first and last vow, I think that line is going to be repeated in the next episode. That's my theory. The same line is going to be... That line is going to be like... flash. It, there's going to be a flashback to that line or something. Or either that or it's going because to be a you, theme. Because you think he, there's something in the way that he said it or... I think it's important. Well, you'd think it would be. I don't I know how going, it would I be. I mean, anybody would say that in a marriage. But right, like, but I think it's going to end up being important. I don't know why. This is a weird season. Yeah. I, I've, expect, I've ex actually expected a lot more of the season so far. 
But, I mean, I'll dislike the season direction. I, I, I just thought there would be more of it. Um, I like that this episode, even though this is probably going to be the, the met episode of the season, it was still just, it was just funny. Especially when, uh, Holmes and Watson were drunk, completely <laughs> and utterly drunk, and then they were, uh, measuring their, uh, beer with the, scientific the beakers or whatever you want to call no, them. No, no, uh, just scientific instruments. Uh, scientific instruments, as Andy put it. I don't know, I don't know why, but that did remind me of uh, The World's End, which yeah. um, Martin Freeman is also in. Yeah. Um, going from pub to pub, drinking, 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 drinking. Alright, so far, so, so far in this season as a whole, we have four, as I've counted, unanswered questions still out in the air. The first one is the Waters gang thing in the uh, beginning. It seemed to be a very important case because it ranged over two years, this this uh, Waters gang case. And I don't know if it was just there to crack a joke at them never going to be able to catch these guys because Sherlock needed help writing his best man speech. I don't know if it was just there to crack a joke or if they will come back to it and if it actually is something really important like it will be his last case it I don't know. It seemed important but I don't know. So that's one thing I did notice that too I thought are they gonna get back to that are they gonna actually capture him or not but as far as I know it's not that important of a case. Another uh, point that I saw in the episode was that they kept on pushing that marriage changes people and normally anybody says that in any marriage thing or whatever but this is Sherlock and you never know what they're saying as in clue, clues and and whatnot and they don't just say it once they say it a few times in the episode basically saying that things are gonna be different things are going to be different uh, for sure I don't know what that means for the show the uh, next two are the ones that were still unexplained from the first episode which is first of all the death explanation the faking the death of Sherlock <laughs> is it's still not explained. We didn't expect it to be in this episode, but we still want a explanation. Uh, I was looking on IMDb uh, today, and uh, for a trivia, one of those trivia things they had for the first episode uh, showed one of the initial plans for the faking of the death. Mark Gatiss has said that they changed the solution to how Sherlock survived the fall from series two due to the layout of St. Bart's Hospital. He said, we were going to do it as a two-stage trick. There was going to be a platform, like a window cleaning platform, which Sherlock would hit, then another body would drop out of it. That's why there's a reference in the newspaper to the refit of a historic hospital. Then we changed our minds because Toby Haynes, the director of Reich Reichenbach, noticed that the ambulance station was at exactly the right point. Which to me suggests that the explanation at the end of the first episode could be real. Because it's it's it, real as in what they did behind the scenes, not in uh, what Sherlock's magnificent mind batched up. I think the idea is that you're thinking too much into it. It doesn't Wait, have to be. All I'm crazy. saying, I'm saying, is that there is a thousand theories out there, and they are awesome. They are amazing. How can Sherlock's explanation suck in comparison to all of them? I didn't think it sucked. I thought it was pretty cool. 
I don't think it's cool at all. It's a cop-out. It's a Hollywood cop-out. It's what every Hollywood movie does. Every single one. That's what if they do in real life. If you're going to death, you're probably going to do it like Hollywood would. No. I like the other explanations better, which would make sense in the show, honestly. I didn't think it would happen because we aren't as smart as uh, Mark Gatiss or, or Stephen Moffat or anything like that. We're not that smart, so how comes our... Dumb explanations seem to be smarter than their easy-to-explain-away situation. And they even explained it in the first episode as, No, Sherlock wouldn't say that. He wouldn't say that to me first. So why is he saying it to me now? They're that saying it. That could have just been a joke, though. That could have just been like, you know, Anderson is basically the fans. Fans are never going to be satisfied with an explanation in the show. And they're always going to be like, No, 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 this is how it really happened, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be all... No. Well, I think that was part of it. I think that it was making fun of all the fans who made theorizing and, and all that. See, this but I need a an act, actual f foolproof, uh, absolute answer See, to how okay, he did listen. it. Listen, this is part of why I did not want to make theories. Part of why I didn't read theories is because number one, I didn't want to be spoiled, obviously, and number two. I didn't want to be disappointed if I had seen something that would have been better than the show. That can't happen. Fans can always come it up with It doesn't matter if you say it out loud or don't. It's still in your head. Mm -hmm. And mine was always in my head, and I would have always... No, I'm talking about reading other people's theories. I'm not talking about other people's theories. I'm just talking about what I wanted to see out of the show, out of all the expectations that I've seen for two seasons, and then two years of waiting for the next episode you have these expectations of how smart Sherlock is, because he proves himself time and time again how smart he is. And there is no reason why they would explain something off as literally the easiest explanation you can think up of in the show. I mean, what is it? Stephen Moffat said there's that one uh, main clue that everyone keeps missing. What's that? That he just jumps into a the giant... Ball, the bouncy ball could have been. Nobody know. Why would it, everybody would miss that clue? Because nobody knows about a bouncy ball that would cut off your. Uh, they noticed it about a year after the episode aired that somebody posted the the theory that he used it to cut off the circulation. They because they've used it in other media like um, the Mentalist, and I think I like I said in the last uh, the our last podcast, I thought I saw uh, them somebody say the same thing about cutting off the circulation with a rubber ball and it turns out to be the mentalist. I've seen a few episodes, I believe that's where it came from. Um, but, not everybody watches the mentalist and as far as I know, that's the only thing where it came from. No, it's it's probably... I looked for it, I was googling it, I could not find it anywhere but for Sherlock. That other person probably was a mentalist fan and was able to track it down. But, it's not a very common theory. <laughs> so, I, I we, expect the real thing to be something that not many people would have thought of, which in reality means it's probably not as smart as other people's theories, the real show. But we all want to see a smart explanation. The show begs I for a smart was, information. I thought it was a smart explanation. It's an easy, it's a... It's a Partially. It's a safe explanation. Where it, not really. But they, they didn't, it's like they didn't even try. They, like, they no. didn't even actually sit down and be like, okay, let's think about how he did this. 
It's like one person raises a hand. How about he jumps into a big balloon? That's it! <laughs> That's not all it is, though. That's pretty much all it is. No, it's not. It's a lot more than that. The whole thing with finding the, um, the guy who looks like him that was recently dead, the whole thing about the bouncy ball cutting off the circulation, the whole thing about getting that whole crowd to, that um, Mycroft had all this influence, um, the whole thing about coordinating John to the exact spot and knocking him down at the exact moment, all those things are smart things. I hate it. I know. Uh, I saw this after I saw the uh, episode. I watched this YouTube video. I'm just saying you should... It, what if this turns out to be the real thing? I would hate it. No matter what. I would hate it. It's the Is stupidest it? thing I've ever seen. No, it's not. It is seriously the stupidest thing. You just overhyped it. That's what you did. The show needs to be smarter than me. It needs to be. It, it is 99% of the time. How comes the 1% that I want it to be smarter than me? Why is it the dumbest thing I've ever heard? It's not the dumbest thing. I said I think it's smarter than us in the way that we didn't think of this. We didn't, we think, didn't of think of it because why would we think about the stupidest thing in the world? It's not the stupidest thing in the world. It's a it's a it's a sort of thing where wow, it was under your nose the whole time and you did not expect it to be something like that. No, that's, that's exactly not, what it was. No, it, it was just simpler than you expected it to be. It I, was simple, but that doesn't mean it wasn't smart. Sherlock's not a simple man. He's a complex man. Yes, but complex people can think of simple solutions to complex ideas. N no, it needed to be more than that. It was it overhyped itself by showing you boom, boom, boom. This is insane. It, it needs to have a better follow through. It's insane. Give me an insane follow through. So it all makes sense while still being insane at the same time. It gave you an insane one. It was just insanely unrealistic. Well, it beginning. was it was making fun of it at the beginning. It was making fun of other people making conspiracy theories and all that fun stuff. Basically I, saying that no, it's not going to be anything like that. That's what I think. Anyways, I saw a YouTube video uh, after I saw the episode of this guy, uh, this older guy, he was trying to explain what he thought happened. Uh, some of it correlated to what we are saying, some of the stuff I've never heard before. Uh, but he, yeah, he, uh, he had this whiteboard behind him and he was talking about uh, how he thought it happened. I forget everything that he said, but basically he, did, he showed the uh, building and he showed the other building that he said, no, 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 walk back to the, uh, behind the building so you can't see me. And he said that there is a truck full of bags that he probably jumped into and he drove off. And uh, I think he said the mask thing. I can't remember. He, I think he just said, I don't th I think he said drug, but he didn't say the pound theory. I'm thinking there could be another explanation, but I am not holding to that certainty. I'm saying there's a possibility that what we saw is the real explanation. You need to prepare yourself for that possibility. In the end of the episode, you remember that Watson asked, are you ever going to tell me how you did it? And all he says is, you know my methods. Yes, because what if, if he said what, what he actually did to Anderson, then he would just have to repeat it to Watson. That would be no fun to see. <laughs> well, my methods is he lies. My methods is he fools around until he knows it's... That's the doctor. <laughs> he, he fools around until he knows it's safe to be said or or he has a point to make. Uh, but the first person he's going to tell is Watson. It's not going to be Anderson. 
and which doesn't sin, seem likely because it wasn't brought up at all. But, the, by the so many people that actually knew that he was alive, and then the one person that he lied to was Watson. Then you'd think the first person he told the truth to about this would be Watson. That's my theory. Uh, the fourth thing left open for uh, discussion is obviously the guy with the eyes, the glasses, and the guy who um, set John on fire. Um, yeah. We still have absolutely no idea who he is, which is interesting because if it was any other season, this would be Moriarty, and he'd have some kind of significance in every episode, and I thought maybe they'd have something to do with him somewhere in this episode. And maybe there was and we didn't catch it. But I, I didn't see anything. Think, I don't think so. Because I mean, he I seems think to be doing it differently this Because time. they seem to have a that he seems to be the season baddie. We couldn't see his whole face. He's going to be showing up later on. Uh, so I thought he'd have some kind of importance in all the episodes. There is something I think could be an important overarching theme between all the episodes, but I'm not going to say what it is because it could have significant um it could significantly spoil things if I if I do. Well, I think Tom, Molly's boyfriend, has some kind of significance in this season. I think we'll learn more about him next week. I think he's a bad guy. I don't. I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, there were people online that that said that he looked kind of similar to one of the snipers. Side snipers. I think he's he plays a more vital role than he is. He's kind of just in the background, but since you know how script writing works, if you give somebody a speaking role, they have more importance than you think. So he's had a speaking role, which and both times now. I like, think Sherlock is basically going to I don't think he's a bad guy, but I think Sherlock is going to shame him and Basically, shame him. Yeah, like just like use his deductions to make Molly break up with him. <laughs> right. I think that's all. It's gonna be something like that. I th I think. Well, I think there's something's gonna happen with him. I don't think they're just gonna have him in the background for the next uh, episode and and just be done with it because everybody who's really had a speaking role in the show in general has had some uh, pretty good significance. I think. Yeah, but it doesn't always mean something significant to the plot. Like you have the other police officers, or you have I don't know. I don't know either. But that I don't know. There's something about him, and I mean Molly likes to date serial killers and all that. So the eight hey, foreshadowing, right? You know, um, that's a little ridiculous though. That's season one. <laughs> yeah. So that was the episode of the week. Next week we are going to talk about. Our announcements are going to be about season three and and uh, what we have choices for the format, uh, what we're going to do. There's three different uh, options that we have, and we're going to go through what those are. And of course, season three is about 24 uh, seasons, one through eight, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Uh, so look forward to that. Subscribe. Donate. Give us money now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Andy's desperate. Subscribe to us uh, either on our Podomatic or our blog. Check out our blog because it's new. Uh, and it will have... Make sure to subscribe to the blog because if our Podomatic goes down, we'll have the episodes on there anyway. Yeah, our, our, our podcast will definitely be on time 
all the time on our w- WordPress. It just might not show up on time on Podomatic. Which is what again? WordPress is sotopodcast.wordpress.com. Check it out. Looking forward to hearing from you soon for the third episode, His Last Vow. Peace out. Comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comment on our stuff, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Comment, <laughs> comment on our stuff. We, we like to hear from our listeners. Only and if since, it's positive. <laughs> and only if it's positive. We don't want to hear your negative crap. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, um... No, like if you got questions or yeah, if you have questions, if you wanna maybe uh, suggestions, if or... you want us to shout out to you because it's your birthday, let us know. You know, hey, don't spoil <laughs> us. Don't spoil us. Or we're gonna shoot you in the face. Oh, uh, let's not make threats online. Oh, sorry. Over the air, do that in private. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll ban you. That's what we'll do. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, all that will. Yeah, you know, you, you, you know you got to. All right. <laughs> Great there. <laughs> it's okay. I'm drunk. I'm the drunk detective. <laughs> I'm Dave the drunk detective. That's a lot of Ds. And there's Andy, the uh, companion. <laughs> and Tim's dead. So, peace you out. You've got to mention the death of Tim every episode. What, is it too soon? No, I'm, I'm, I've moved on. <laughs> No, that's too soon, right there. Jeez. It's a death. You consider it. Anyway, peace out. Peace out.